Hello and welcome to another episode of Grot and Guardsmen. I will be your host today, Benjamin Simpson, the Grot, and I'm joined by... It's the return of your friendly Slaneshi cultist, Tom. Hello, everyone. Lovely to have you back on again, Tom. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. So, we're here today to talk about Skulls, the annual event. Uh, I believe this is the first year that Warhammer are doing, talking about Warhammer video games, which is something I think a lot of people now really enjoy doing, even if they're not necessarily fans of the uh, tabletop games. I'm not going to lie, when you invited me to talk about Skulls, I didn't realise this was video games. I thought this was <laughs> just good old-fashioned skull chat. Uh, but yeah, no, we, we, today is video games, and to be honest, it looks decent. It's nice to see some stuff. I know you and I both both have spent plenty of time playing Warhammer video games, mm-hmm. and I think that's true true for a lot of people, like you said, whether they're involved in the tabletop or not. I think they're a great sort of addition to Warhammer IP, and it's nice to see them. Okay, only getting one day a year, but getting this support. Well, I think there are maybe a few announcements to come along across this week, but we'll uh, wait and see what they are and fill you in on the rest of anything that wasn't announced today another time. So the first thing that I'm going to sort of point out is that if there is a game that you like that's still in current development, I should say, (laughs) don't go looking for updates to super old games. But there's uh, across most games, there's a lot of events. So if there's a game you really like, check it. There might be events on this week, generally speaking, because we might not cover literally every game, and it might be announced after we record this. Pretty much all the Warhammer games, almost without exception, uh, including the really old ones, are also on sale across many platforms. So now's the time if you want to try something out, but have been holding off because of the price. Yeah, and if you're somewhat new to warhammer the games are a great way to get involved Mm. in it i recommend them as a really good jumping off point for getting into the hobby and getting a taste of it and even for those of us who've been hobby for a while the the video games are often a really nice way to experience the lore from a sort of close-up personal perspective that you otherwise wouldn't really see from the grand army sort of point of view that you always get playing the game yeah, unless you're playing Total War, which is just Grand Armies. But it's still, <laughs> still a fantastic game. Still one yeah, of the yeah. ones I've got most of the hours in. Um, so before uh, we get into the the sort of all the news of every game that has been spoken about today, there's a couple of free things that you can buy or I say buy, <laughs> you can claim. Um, and they're giving away this year through the Skulls event. And uh, the first one is there's a bundle that you can receive for free on GOG, the gaming website. So if you just go onto GOG and make an account, you can claim this bundle of stuff. And there's a reasonable amount in there. Uh, lots of little bits and pieces, including <laughs> there's a bunch of wallpapers of, for various games and things. There is a, a discount code for the general Warhammer merchandise website. So if you fancy t-shirts, hoodies, mugs, posters, art, all of that kind of thing for whatever your faction or game of choice is, then uh, there's a little discount code on there. There is a sort of Warhammer 40k roleplay adventure uh, guide and introduction. So those of you that are into D&D or want to try out tabletop roleplay, which is absolutely fantastic and everybody should, 
I said this regularly, whenever whenever everyone mentions it, it's really good. Everyone should try it at least once. And 40k is an amazing setting if you've got someone that's willing to DM that. So this is also on that, all free. I could not be an effective Slaneshi cultist if I did not advocate aggressively for roleplay. <laughs> it is something I must support. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, there's also the soundtrack for Warhammer 40k Mechanicus, which has been recommended and hugely praised by the whole community. Anyone that's played Mechanicus says they love the soundtrack. So the soundtrack's on there. And while I wouldn't be looking for like a sing-along <laughs> bop uh, in this case, it's more of a sort of background thing that you can put on and casual relaxed things you might listen to while you're painting. And it's genuinely a really good soundtrack. So it's free. Go have a listen. It's a great tone set, a great mood set for getting into that Mechanicus mm-hmm. vibe. If you are painting some or you're even just sort of reading about them or doing anything mechanicus the the soundtrack is shockingly good or to give away if you're trying out some of the roleplay stuff you can put this on the background and it'll set the scene set the mood a bit get you in the 40k vibe oh i'm a big fan of that i'm a big fan of that let's set the mood a little bit turn the lights down low dim the candles and just just play mechanicus soundtrack in the background have some binary (laughs) just floating through the air calmly quietly um and there is also warhammer shadow of the horned rat on there as well for you so there's there's lots of uh lots of stuff in this gog bundle that i recommend just grabbing it is free um so have a download bunch of files on there and while we're on the subject of free things the there is each year of this annual event there's going to be a game given away for free huzzah let's celebrate and this year's game is Warhammer Underworlds Online. If you haven't played Underworlds, it's obviously the tabletop skirmish board game that's been a separate game for a while now, and it has amazing sculpts and minis and is generally a really good game. Uh, when there's, You might know it better as Beastgrave or Shadespire. Or Diachasm, um, the most recent one, featuring mm-hmm. the Slaneshi warband. Mm-hmm. Yep, so it's a good game, and one of the things that people have as a problem with it sometimes is that in order to play this game somewhat competitively, often you need lots of cards, and the cards come in different warbands. So some people are reluctant to go and spend a lot of money on a warband just to get one card out of the box. But in this case, in Underworld Online, well, you know, <laughs> it's digital. You've got all the cards there in a the library, so you don't need to worry it's about it. It's also free and just a good way to test it out. You know what's what's the harm? Hop in, give it a go. Mm-hmm. It is only free temporarily. We should we should mention it is. This we should yes, all of these absolutely. free giveaways from the third to the tenth. Yeah, and all the events I think are as well are all everything's the third to the tenth. So this week only, starting today, uh, right today. Unless this podcast isn't <laughs> out today, then it started before, and uh, now you have less time starting on the third which is perhaps maybe not the day you're listening to this but maybe it is yeah we'll get this out as soon as possible and you can go through and give these things a play and a look into underworlds online also is having an update garrick's reavers the one of the original two warbands that started off underworlds in the very beginning is now coming to underworlds online because not all the warbands are on there but that's it's nice to see those guys make an appearance 
and you can play those because a lot of people I know really Absolutely like that not. warband. I'm disgusted by it. Absolutely disgusted by it. They're putting <laughs> more corn in, and there's no slanesh. I can't believe this. Where where this isn't right. I can't believe betrayal. It is. It is an absolute betrayal. It is. It is an injustice. Betrayal of your trust. It's, it's not right. One would think I would love an excess of corn warbands, but the problem is it's it's corn. All right, this is this is such a, <laughs> a wires crossed in my brain moment. It's excess, and I love it, but it's corn, and I hate it. <laughs> yeah. Well, so shall we move on to our various announcements about all the different games? That's yes, let's talk about some games. Let's move on from corn, please. Yeah. So the first game on our list today to see updates and changes and announcements is. Warhammer Total War 2 or Total War Warhammer 2 <laughs> and there is a big update that brings in Lizardmen and Beastmen I think it's called Silence and Fury it is, it is, and it gives you new yeah. characters in both Lizardmen faction and Chaos faction to play as, it's looking, it's looking really good yeah. it's looking like a nice addition to got... Total War Warhammer 2 mm, absolutely, we've got this big armoured Minotaur coming of the Beastman, and we've got the named character Chameleon Skink coming in for the Seraphon, and it'll be really cool. I think that's a nice addition for Total War 2. I love the Total War series, and Total War Warhammer is, is no different. My current Total War Warhammer 2 playthrough is a Lizardman playthrough right now, so I'm excited to see more, more Lizardman happening. Hey! Um, nice, nice. Total War is really good. It doesn't really need any introduction. It's a massive franchise. It's and a really, really one of the perfect ways to to experience what is ultimately Warhammer Fantasy Battles. What is what is the old world um, yes. lore? It's such it's incredibly fun. The amount of variety in that game, and it's brilliant. The amount of support that it's seen, and the fact that it's still seeing it despite the uh, imminent approach of Total War Warhammer Three, which um, which mm. has also even even been mentioned today on the stream. Yeah, so for Total War Warhammer 3, there was a video that showcased uh, a whole bunch of Cornate things, Cornate units and environments, and it mentioned this uh, new Cornate map and a bunch of other bits and pieces for for corn stuff in general, if you're a big corn fan. Uh, I'm not sure quite what of this is brand new and what this might be seen a little bit. It's more of a showcase of what's there and the most recent going on. Yeah, if if you've been paying attention to the Total War Warhammer 3 mm. development, we have seen a lot of this corn stuff before. We've seen gameplay of a Kislev assault into the realms of corn. And this is really, really throwing on thick the amount of sort of impact chaos is going to have. In Total Warhammer 3, it is end times. Mm -hmm. It's going to be huge. It's going to be riddled with chaos. Really, it's going to be a dream come true for me. So long as we, as long as it stops being corn that they keep showing off. But uh, it's skulls. It's, it's skulls. skulls. It's very much skulls. <laughs> for the skull. I know throne. who we're here for. I know who we're representing, and I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Total War, amazing. Now let's move on to our next game. And our next game is one for VR, virtual reality, if people out there are looking for games on that. And our game is Tempestful, which is an AOS-type VR hack and slash, <laughs> I guess. It's, it's hard um, to clarify VR games, and I say this as an avid VR player. Describing them 
is challenging. But uh, Tempest Fall looks mm. like a good one. Tempest Fall looks like fun. You play as a... Um, uh, oh, my. You play as one of the Stormcast characters. Yes, you play as a Stormcast character. Bullying some Nighthorn. Yes. Um, and it's nice to see... A Lord Arcanum. Oh! Of the Stormcast Eternals. I didn't even know that. I knew we played as a big golden boy, and really, that's all I looked at. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. it's, it's nice to see the Nighthorn. Lord Arcanum, so one of the one of the high wizards, oh. so to speak. Oh, no, that sounds lovely. It looks very fun. It looks like a classic sort of VR experience. Watching, yeah, watching, watching Australia, you just sort of see yourself bashing a load of Nighthorn, and it'll be really fun to experience that from such a personal point of view. And yeah, the other Warhammer VR games have been good. I think they're often uh, slightly less polished at release than they should be. But we've seen Tempest 4 getting updates for a while. We've seen it talked about for a while. Uh, it's looking really good. It's looking really fun. There is coming out. I believe there's a closed beta for it that might be accessible, might not at this point, uh, via Discord. If you go and look into it. I will definitely be poking my nose into that. And I know, thankfully, Tempest Fall is coming out on both Steam VR and Oculus Quest, which is which is really good if you're yeah. into VR. If you're following VR, you'll know that Oculus Quest is the portable, is the less powerful VR stuff, and it doesn't always support some of the more, more intensive games. So it's nice to mm. see. I know Battle Sister, which we'll talk about briefly, is also on Oculus Quest. So it's nice to see them keeping that up with Tempest Fall. So you can play it without having to have the absolute top of the line VR equipment. It's, yeah. it's nice to see that because I reckon if you've got a VR headset, you should be picking up Tempest Fall. It looks great. Yeah, and let's let's talk about Battle Sister a little bit as well here because uh, it seems cool. And all that was in the trailer here was a bit of gameplay. So I didn't really announce if there's anything new or any changes to it. I'm not really sure what's going on in terms of its development. But you've played a little bit of Battle Sister. So how I have played it? Battle Sister. I have a great time with with Battle Sister, and I I drop into it when I can. I think it's 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 an early VR game, and you you can tell that sort of it's it's an on rail shooter, and it's incredibly fun. There, it does have its jank, it does have its problems, but a lot of VR games do. Uh, but in terms of actual fun and developer support. Every time I turn my Oculus on, I get a lovely update that Battle Sister has had some tweaks done to it, or something's changed, or they've they've removed a couple bugs. So it's nice to see that game getting fully supported, and they've added sort of a horde survival mode to it recently. It's one of my favorite VR Ooh, games, cool. and I'm a I'm a big fan of it. Obviously, uh, it goes against my nature playing a Battle Sister fighting chaos, <laughs> but it's still still keeps me interested either way. Yeah, I do love a good horde mode, so that's that's quite fun by the sound of things. And Loki, that sort of brings us nicely onto our uh, our next game, which is Vermintide Two. We've had some updates and goings on. A look into the goings on with the development of Vermintide Two. Another game we've both we've both played, we both toyed with. You'll you'll learn this on the podcast mm. that uh, Ben and I play uh, much too much Warhammer, and much too much Warhammer video <laughs> games. I think we haven't actually played this one together yet, despite the fact we've played both played a yeah, little no, bit. Yeah, no, shockingly, I don't think we have. Um, yeah. But Vermintide 2 still getting updates. They are adding the Chaos Waste update, as far as I'm aware, to every platform that Vermin 2 is available on. That's gone out today, if I'm correct. 
so yeah, Chaos Wastes. I don't know if it was today, somewhat recently, maybe I believe that all platforms, Xbox and PC and everything, Vermintide 2 now has the Chaos Wastes update, which is looking good. It's looking fun. Um, it might be worth saying a little bit of what Vermintide is like as a game. It's kind of like a Warhammer fantasy left for dead. As a team, you're sort of going through this map fairly quickly, just bashing rats as they emerge nonstop. It's quite relaxed and fun. Uh, lots of teamwork involved. Yeah, it's a co-op PVE sort of first-person hack-and-slash game. Hack-and-slash, You're yeah. slicing through hordes of Skaven as you all So many Skaven. Designated player <laughs> classes. Um, or Chaos in this uh, Chaos, chaos Waste stuff. Chaos in the Chaos Waste. And there's, there's, there's also like this Beastman update and things that's been on PC and they're currently working to bring it into Xbox, which is something they spoke about today. So, overall, awesome stuff. Yeah. And on the subject of sort of Vermintide and Fat Shark, <laughs> Fat Shark, the, who's yeah, the developer? Developers of, of all the Vermintide games. But, mm. And soon to be in. They're also developing Darktide, which is the 40K. Same thing, basically, <laughs> I believe. 40K, summarize. <laughs> same thing. It is, yeah. 40K Vermintide. <laughs> it is a similar co op. PvE experience, but this time you get to play as Garsman and not, you know, an angry dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> or angry fantasy character. There's a, there's a mix. But yeah, something that excited me today was they had a little interview with Dan Abnett, who is one of my favorite 40k authors. He did all the Gaunt's Ghost stuff. He's done some of the Space Marine stuff. He's done, like, or <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of writers have done Space Marine <laughs> stuff, but. He's done a whole variety of 40k books, and he's a really good author. He also did uh, Eisenhorn as well, I believe. Uh, and pretty much anyone who's read some Black Library stuff will probably have read some Dan Abnick because he's such a good author. So to see him being the sort of one of the creative developers in Darktide, I know this game will have a really good storyline. It'll be really well written. And he had a little interview, and he, he gives us a little hint of the storyline that you're actually sort of picked up and working for the Inquisition. So you are guardsmen, but you can also play as, I think, a Minotaur and Priest in there, maybe. And there's a little bit of variety, and you might it might not be strictly guardsmen things. There might be a few Inquisition things knocking around that you can toy with and meddle with. And yeah, I won't go into everything. Go and listen to that interview with him. But it seems really good. Good, strong storyline going on. Um... And it'll be a good it's game. A, right? It's a good sign seeing seeing him working on this because I think the 40k vibe is is hard to get right. And I mean, even even me calling it a vibe feels like I'm immediately then not getting the vibe right because nothing in 40k is a vibe. <laughs> um, but getting yeah. the 40k yeah. feel, the 40k just existence right. Never mind telling a good story within it. Just getting the initial feeling mm. right is a challenging thing to do. And I think we've seen yeah. plenty of 40k games that do it well, plenty that do it poorly. And I think seeing seeing Dan working on this is is a good sign that this is going to be one of the games that gets it right. I know it's one of the games that I am personally most excited for. Uh, and yeah. I really enjoy seeing these these updates too. I think everyone will play a lot of this in my sort of 40k groups. It's going to be a big game. I think so. And it's nice to see, like you said, big 40k names working on it. Fat Shark have done well with Vermintide and now 
no, they have. let them dip their toes into 40k. Let's see what they can do. And I think I think they're going to knock it out. Oh, I think it'll be good. Sure. <laughs> yeah, and moving on, we've our next game is quite a big deal because it's the first AOS video game to actually be released. I know we briefly mentioned Tempest Fall, but it's not out yet. And this week, Stormground, which is the AOS RTS style game, it's finally out. It is our first AOS game, which is obviously a big deal because we've got a lot of 4K, we've got a reasonable amount of fantasy battle stuff. Seeing AOS make its way into video games is really good. It's a really good way to enrich the lore and give us more, you know, stuff to do and more reasons to sort of get enthusiastic about AOS. No, for sure. It's it's nice to see it. And I think it's nice to see some different factions. I think obviously in AOS lore We've had the Necroquake and we've had Death be a very important faction for a while. Mm. And it's nice to see that um, being reflected in the in the game. You being, well, you choosing between three different playable factions, those being the Stormcast, the Nighthawk themselves, and followers of Nurgle, Nurgle Demons. Um, so it's nice to see AOS lore happening in a game. It's nice to see it being sort of small-scale, skirmish, turn-based, text-based game. It looks quite tactical. It looks quite fun from everything we've seen. I know people were very nervous at the beginning because there is a card element to this game, but it is not a trading card game, and I'm very, very thankful <laughs> for that. Um, it looks fun. It looks, it looks good. It's one thing that I do hope gets expanded on, but from a lot of the games we've sp- spoken about today, and we've seen in general, that is one thing that I think Warhammer teams or game developers that work on Warhammer games tend to be quite good at, is keeping these games alive for a long term and adding to it. So although initially they are only three factions, it might be nice to see if the game can get some more. But I just want to see how the game Mm. does in terms of raw success. It's just come out soon. It's a new AOS game. It's the first AOS game. Uh, I want it to do well. And considering the track record of uh, Warhammer games in general, I think I've barely ever seen any get more <laughs> than a mixed review rating on Steam. So... Yeah, there's, there's a bit of a mixed reception to most Warhammer games. There's, a, there's always a lot of expectations and rarely people happy with them. But, I yeah, like you say, I really do want to see this one do well. It, it's quite a cool game. I'd love to have more factions brought in. There's a lot of new AOS factions that I really like. And obviously, we're not going to get those in fantasy games. So just being able to play some of the other factions will also be really cool, as well as these, you know, the ones we've got, which I do like. And it seems strong. The whole card element to it doesn't bother me because at the end of the day, it's not a trading card thing. It's just a method of using abilities, basically. So whether something's a recharging ability or whether you've got a hand of abilities, it doesn't really matter too much. I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a great game. And I'm looking forward to trying it out myself once I've finished playing some of the other games that we've mentioned recently. <laughs> or we're about to mention. <laughs> a slew of new releases, and it is not to mention, with everything else going on in the background, hobby-wise, this isn't a hobby episode, so I won't talk about it, but there's been, there's been a lot going on hobby-wise hurting my oh, wallet, yes. and there's been a lot going on Warhammer video game-wise hurting my wallet. I can't pick up everything, and it devastates me. This is the thing. I bought uh, I bought Hired Gun, which I will talk about in a second, literally yesterday, and then I found Stormground, and I'm like, oh, I really want it, but <laughs> I can't justify buying so many games at once, so I'll buy it afterwards, and then I'll let know, let people know how I personally find it. 
But it is, it is but, a good sign that both of us are planning on picking up Stormground. I think that is telling. Mm. For it, I think. And I don't play any of the factions in it. So no. that's uh, definitely a good sign. That it's interesting, even if you're not interested in those factions. Now, yeah. we'll move on, because we've spoken yeah. on about Stormground quite a bit there. That's pretty much everything we can cover. Now, there is Blood Bowl. I think it's Blood Bowl 3. It is. It is. we're talking about. Yeah. And there's a few new bits and bobs that there have been announced for Blood Bowl. To start with, there's a few teams that are emerging. There is the Black Orc team that are coming in, and there's a Empire Nobles team and some Elf, one of the original Elf Noble teams. It's especially one of the old school ones that was based off some of the fan, or some, I say fan art, it wasn't, it was official art. <laughs> um, <laughs> and a lot of people really like that team. And I think the game is seeing a few changes. And go watch the trailer because it's entertaining, it's funny, it's great. Um, but the one of the big deals for this is it's it's not just bringing a few teams. There's going to be some significant changes to to the Blood Bowl, uh, the way it works. And they are currently, uh, or with this, they announced a beta that they're looking for players for. So if you're a Blood Bowl fan and you want to try and beta test some of these things, then go there, look into it, sign up for the beta right now, test it out. Let's know how you find it. It should be really fun and. It's. I think it's ushering in a sort of a new era to the next Blood Bowl game. And if you don't know what Blood Bowl is, think American football, but with real actual violence. <laughs> yeah, I should have said, shouldn't I? <laughs> it should, yeah. I it's Blood Bowl's an interesting one. Blood Bowl's fun. I, I, I've to be honest, I've not played any of the Blood Bowl games since a little bit of the first one. I mean, um, yeah. Imagine all I of the... this one looks interesting. Yeah, imagine all of the Warhammer Fantasy armies put together an American football team and they just went and played some American football, except with way more violence. Even the ball is covered in spikes. <laughs> As it should be. It's not Warhammer otherwise. Yeah, uh, it's really cool. Uh, it's a silly little setting, but it's really fun and I love it. It's great. So, uh, yeah, Blood Bowl. Play it. Get involved in the beta. Mm. Give it a go. I think I, yeah. I'm I'm definitely going to try and get in the beta. I want to give it a go. It looks like good fun. I'm t- I'm quite tempted. I haven't played Blood Bowl for a little while, so we'll see how that goes. Now I mentioned Hired Gun a second ago. This is the point where I'm going to talk about it a bit more. <laughs> Hired Woo! Gun has come out very recently, uh, last few days, and this is a first-person shooter set in the high world of Necromunda. Now, like I said, I bought this yesterday, so I'll give a quick review on the game. Um, and the only news really we're getting here is the fact it's come out, right? But... It does exist. <laughs> we can confirm it's... it is in both of our of our video game libraries. Necromunda mm. Hired Gun exists and is playable. That is now. a fact. It's available yeah. right now, wherever you are, unless you're in a cave somewhere that you probably can't play it. And I'm sorry. You might, you might need power <laughs> to play yes, video that's, games. <laughs> that's important. And also to listen to this podcast. But yes. <laughs> well, yeah. So um, Necromunda Hired Gun. As, as you're probably aware, Necromunda is one of the most densely populated hive worlds in the Imperium. The, the hive city of Necromunda is huge and densely populated. And it, this is set deep down within that hive city where resources are scarce and gangs are fighting down there in the misery and gloom over what resources remain. And it's a really great setting. Picture the north of England. If you've ever been to <laughs> England, it's, it's, it, 
it's about as close to Leeds as you can get without officially calling it Leeds. <laughs> I like to think Leeds is a little bit better than Necromunda. <laughs> Have you ever been to Leeds? <laughs> Admittedly, no. <laughs> there you go. As someone that has been to Leeds, I consider it basically Necromunda. Were you attacked by a bunch of uh, crazy gangers with whips and chains? And <laughs> Immediately. As soon as you get off the train to Leeds, or as soon as you cross, you know, city boundary. That's they it. like to hide behind the sign that says, welcome to Leeds and ambush people. <laughs> There's no sign that says, welcome to Leeds. You think you get that warning? <laughs> they just get you. It's the same with Necrobundance. It's the same with Hired Gun. It's, it's very much like the gameplay of it. If you stop moving, it's like it's 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 doom inspired. It's very fast paced. Oh yeah, yeah. Very run and gun. That's the <laughs> idea of it. That's just the same way as going to Leeds. If you pause <laughs> for breath, if you pause you get for mugged. a moment to talk to your cyber mastiff or whatever else, that's the end of it. You don't make it out of Leeds. You don't make it out of Necromunda. The same is true. Mm. Yeah, it's it's it seems to be very much sort of slightly inspired by the Doom franchise. In terms of the gameplay, obviously everything lore-wise is very much 40k and I love it, but the gameplay is very fast-paced. You're not going to sit there and try and aim at enemies long distance really, because you'll get horribly killed. It's all about fast-paced action, relentlessly. And you get a dog from the beginning. You get a good <laughs> dog and I adore it. You can pet your dog. You can upgrade it. I'm just plowing all my money into upgrading my dog because I adore him, even if it's a really bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm really enjoying what little I've played of it. Um, and I'll, I'll probably give a bigger, better review once I've had more experience of it. But for now, it's quite a fun game. It's there's a, there's a few little bugs here and there that need to be ironed out. But in my experience so far, it's nothing that will significantly hinder your gameplay it's maybe there's a, a corpse sort of bugging out in the corner that's not really landed right once you've killed it or whatever but that doesn't really matter you're just going to move on and leave it or maybe laugh as it sort of twitches about <laughs> yeah. that's that's about it in terms of problems it's just a fun game uh, although it's slightly hard to run my xbox is really struggling to run this game as well we should just it can do it you're playing it on an Xbox One. So what is yes, technically at this point a previous generation console, but it is for sale on it, it should run on it. Yes. Um, and it is it's a shame to hear to hear that it that it, it struggles. It can cope, but the trouble is it occasionally sort of struggles and it'll it'll sort of pause or hang for a few seconds and then by the time it's recovered I'm dead. So <laughs> it it can yeah, there's one or two problems I have with that, but obviously um if you're playing it on a new generation console or on PC or something and you can handle it, it will be no problems there. No, I mean, yeah. And that's all we've had in terms of news about hired gunners. We've just been told it exists. Well, it's just released, so I wouldn't yeah. expect any other news apart from the fact no. that it's now playable. So go play it. And then if it does well, we'll see what other things they can do with it. Well, absolutely. And let's carry on talking about games set in Necromunda because this yeah. hired gun isn't the only one. We previously this year had. Under Hive Wars release. Yes. Unfortunately, it didn't do well at release. A lot of people were saying it wasn't sufficiently polished when Under Hive Wars came out. And Under Hive Wars seems to be a tactical sort of top-down shooter, which is near enough normal Necromunda from the tabletop game, sort of moved to a video game setting. Um, and I like to think now that a lot of these problems have now been polished out and sorted, but I haven't tried it, so I wouldn't know. However, they have released 
a, a new class of ganger for all the gangs with a whole host of new weapons and things. I won't spoil it all, but it's uh, quite a, a techie type ganger who gets like electric whips and needle guns and things. And it seems to be quite fun, quite interesting. And I really I'm love sorry. Necromunda on the tabletop. Sorry, but we've gone into all these games. We've gone into all this detail. We finally get to the electro whips and we're not allowed to talk about it. Why am I even <laughs> on this podcast? We talk about corn. We talk about all the new corn stuff coming to Total War, but we get to the electro whips and I'm just not allowed to talk about it. Um, I, I'm sure we'll find we'll find time for some whip stuff next <laughs> next week's episode the electro the electro whip podcast I'll see you there <laughs> electro music plays <laughs> in a kinky manner <laughs> music is kinkily can we have that as a subtitle we, we need that don't we <laughs> kinky music plays <laughs> kinky electro funk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's all that plays in, yeah. in my home where I live. Constantly. This needs to be the, the new background track for Underhive Walls. <laughs> that's if you were looking for a description of the free Mechanica soundtrack that you get in the gog.com box, it is unfortunately not kinky electrofunk. It is just regular. My new electro- favorite genre of music. <laughs> 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 the, I'm not sure how you make music music kinky. That's, Maybe the occasional lyric. No is just... <laughs> that's that's the. Um, we'll see this at the next next year's schools event. The uh, dance dance revolution version of kinky <laughs> electro music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you just play as an Escher ganger in dance dance revolution, <laughs> and yeah, occasionally whip something. You know. <laughs> Necromunda Unhead Gun, Necromunda Under High Wars, Necromunda Kinky Electro Music. Necromunda Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. It's the, you, know, you heard it here first. Alright, GW, if you go for this, we want royalties, alright? We'll, we, we expect them. I'm just saying I'd buy that game. <laughs> I would absolutely. Would I absolutely want game. to dance as an Escher to Kinky Electrofunk. I like the idea that it starts, all the music starts off like tame and regular and it gets slowly just slaneshified. Mm-hmm. It gets more corrupt <laughs> and kinkier. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Oh, until it's just absolutely debauched and absolutely and, insane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You just can't keep up anymore. It's just, it's just mental. GW. Get on it! I want, I want to see this in development. I will, we need a forty k dance test. game. <laughs> <laughs> Not what I thought we'd discuss today, but uh, now I want it. So <laughs> uh, now it should exist. It needs to exist. Yeah, we've got Blood Bowl. That's equally insane. We can have a <laughs> dance game. It'll be fine. <laughs> Perfect. Hmm. So uh, uh, we'll move on from this mania. <laughs> our next, our next game we'll talk about is forty k Battle Sector, which is more of a serious game. It's a 40k uh, real-time strategy game that's a turn-based, fairly grand scheme set in the defense of Baal. So the Blood Angels homeworld. So we've got Blood Angels as a faction, the Tyranids who are invading as a faction, and it looks like sisters as well. And one of the things that really interests me about this game is that in our gameplay trailer today, we see the player commanding both Space Marines and sisters at once. So maybe you can play as Imperium rather than just Blood Angels or just Sisters. Uh, You can probably play as Tyranids, um, and we'll see how this goes. I'm looking forward to getting more information about it. It looks like a good strategy game. It does. It does. From a lot of the trailers and stuff we've already seen of Battle Sector over the time, um, 
it has been described to me as the closest thing to 40k tabletop we've seen yet in a video game. Mm. Uh, which is which is nice to hear. It's nice to hear that it it is sort of it's that scale. It's that idea. Just putting the tabletop in a digital form. A lot of these other games are very good. They're very interesting, but they are letting you experience the universe differently to how the tabletop does. Um, yeah, I think it'll be a really good introduction for people who love 40k but haven't really ever experienced tabletop. They could play this, and it'll give them a bit of an idea, and then they can move on. Yeah, I think it looks really good. And it's nice to see Nids. Let's see some Nid love, man. We don't, we don't get a lot of that. Um, yeah. We so love, love Tyranids. Um, They're cool. Uh, we've got a release date for this game, right? They've announced the Battle Sector release. 15th of July, apparently, according to this trailer. So it's not long before it's on our doorstep and my wallet cries again. About a month. Just over a month. So That'll be fun. That'll be good to see, to, to see cool. released. The idea yeah. of playing as super factions of Imperium um, will be will be nice, and the idea of bullying some nids or getting bullied by them, respectively. I am <laughs> I am excited for knowing how good I am at games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn the difficulty down to uh, just about as low as we can get it. Then again, actually, you know, I don't mind uh, don't mind a bit of Dawn of War. So maybe uh, oh. if I, <laughs> maybe I can transfer some skills. <laughs> So our, our next game is another 40k one, and I'm really excited about this game. This is called Shooters Blood and Teeth, and this game is the first I've seen of it today. Uh, there's what might be an announcement trailer, and maybe maybe I've just missed out. But we're looking at a 2D platformer, fairly cartoony style, as you'd expect, uh, not quite 8 bit or anything. But you're playing as a squad of shooty orcs and just get the biggest shootiest guns you can side scroll running through this platformer shooting as many guardsmen and guard stuff as you can unrelentingly it seems to be really well done it seems to be really lighthearted, really fun it's just about getting as much daca as much blood and as many teeth as you can <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a it's a dumb fun game and really with orcs do you do you need more than that? It it looks intense and we've seen actually the developers of this game have made similar stuff in the past. So I yes. I think we can expect high quality a, a high quality game here. I think this is actually pretty high on my list for what is gonna be yeah. the best yeah. game. Based on the developer's previous game, it was really well received, really well made, and here, I think, despite the fact that it is a 2D platformer shoot, shoot 'em up, it's going to be surprisingly high quality. I think it is a really good game that they're putting a lot of time and effort into getting it right, making it work. And it's announced for 2022, so it's still a long way off. We might see a whole bunch of developments and trailers and things I think coming we will. out. I think we will. I hope we do. It's it's going to be yeah. it's going to be an exciting little little fun game. Um, it's nice to see something as well that's not just Space Marines. A lot of this has either been Imperium-focused, whether it's still Necromunda, mm. which is not totally Imperium, but obviously human faction, um, or it's a lot more Imperium games that we're seeing, or Fantasy Battles. It's it's nice to just see what is straight-up 40k Orcs. Let's, let's do that. Versus nice God. <laughs> Yeah, I think a lot of the, a lot of the time, everything we get is kind of just Space Marine, Space Marine, Space Marine. But today, we've seen so much that isn't. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. We've got Battle Sister mentioned on VR. We've got Dark Tide, which is Chaos versus you playing guard working for the Inquisition. We've mm. we've got this orc game. We've got hired gun on High Wars, which is Necromunda. We've got such a, a wide variety of stuff across the Imperium, which is amazing. The fantasy stuff and the first ever AOS game to yeah, bringing AOS to it's right great, it's, really good. It's good, right? It, it is nice and it is good. To and see we're not it. done. <laughs> oh no, we're not. No, I'm looking this at the next one. Today's episode and it's we're not over. This next one might be the possibly the biggest announce. Um, I, I think this one's the one made most people sort of gasp because we got this lovely view of a really high sort of quality graphics and animation of some Grey Knights preparing for war, sort of almost rallying, uh, and they're looking really cool. And then it's announced that this is a Chaos Gate game, Chaos Gate Demon Hunters. And if you remember, Chaos Gate was a super old RTS sort of strategy type story adventure game. Um, I don't want to give a year because I'm not sure, but it was a long time ago that Chaos Gate was around. And I had not comment before speaking to you watching today's watching today's stream. I had no idea Chaosgate ever existed. Chaosgate came out in 1998. I was about to say it, roughly 2000. <laughs> it's I had no idea such a thing existed. So I I have no idea what to expect. It had this new one. It, it, I've seen nothing mm. but very cool gray nights, which makes me as a Slaneshi fan. Rather nervous. I wasn't a fan of that at all. <laughs> Everyone's really excited for this. I'm just going to get beaten up by some grey knights. Why am I excited for this? <laughs> I think that the original Chaos Gate was actually did fairly well, but because of its age, it was and its sort of nature, it was maybe blown a little bit away by Dawn of War and things. Um, and I don't think it's active anymore or anything, but it was well received back in the day, I believe. And this looks amazing. The trouble is, we don't know anything about it. It like, is literally at an all, really. Trailer there is, yeah. All video games, you know that an announcement trailer is basically nothing. It showed us a picture of some really pretty grey knights, and that was about it. But we were given a date. We're going to be receiving another trailer in August 2021. So, two months, three months, we'll get a trailer of this game that hopefully is equally pretty, equally exciting. And we'll get a cool adventure strategy game. Uh, it should it should be out twenty twenty two. Yes, yeah, yeah. It should be out then. For now, there's I don't think there's much to be said on it. It's a market calendar and wait for the real trailer. It looks fun. It looks high budget. It'll be interesting to see what it is yeah. once again. Nice to see another slightly varied area. Nice to see the mm -hmm. gray knights get gray some love. But I know they are on on tabletop soon as well. From what we've seen, so it's yeah, nice to there. Codex announced. Yeah, it's nice. To, it's nice to see see them a little bit, a little bit different. It's good. We've only got a few full games left to talk about, but uh, our next one is that Gladius has seen a fairly significant DLC update. I'd say, um, yeah. Every faction is receiving an extra unit, and some of these units are really quite cool. I'm glad to see them in there. For um, reference, Gladius is. A strategy turn-based hexagonal world conquering game. If you've ever played it's... any of the Civilization games, it's very yeah. similar, but in, in a 40k setting. That's what uh, I'd say about this one. It's it's slower paced than other strategy games. It's bigger scale. It's high strategy, 
you know, you've really got a plan, turns and turns and turns ahead. Know what you're doing. It's a good game, very much based or, or you know, copied from Civilization. Which Personally, one of successful. my most played 40k games. I've, yeah. I've put a good amount of hours into Claudius, and it is always seeing support. So they're in Slytherin studios that are making it, constantly adding new factions. The most recent of which, before this, was Eldari, Craftable Eldari. Eldari. Yeah. Um, and like you said, with today's DLC announcement, every every single race in the game has had a new unit added to them. So and there's that, a lot now. There are they've, as we say, like hopefully this will see, see new factions. This is like a beacon example of what we mean by that. And they keep releasing new factions. We've got like loads now. You can play as most or <laughs> at least a good amount of the um, 40k factions now in Gladius. Yeah, it's really good, and it's once again an example of a Warhammer game that is seeing long-term support, which is really, really amazing. Nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, for a, uh, game, for a game that started out with Space Marines, Orcs, and Necrons as double races, and now can go as far as Tau, Nids, Chaos Space Marines. Oh, Astro Militarum were there at the beginning as well. They were there at the beginning. Don't, yeah. don't, don't let me lie about well that. As well as That's other. Suppose, yeah, other races that we I haven't mentioned. It's it's nice to see it and then to keep getting new units. I would say slightly upsettingly, you're unfortunately here, you're paying for a DLC where if you only play one faction, you're only really getting a, a small amount for that faction. Yeah. Which is kind of like the chapter approved type problem where you're paying for a very small amount for your faction or any of the books really, where it's lots of factions thrown into one. If you're if you like playing as one thing, you're only really getting one unit for a ten pound DLC, maybe, and it's like mm, this isn't a huge, huge impact for the one thing that I like to play. But if you do make the most of the game and you play all the different factions, it's adding a decent amount of units to it. But it so, is worth mentioning that uh, it is semi-dependent on you having pre-existing DLC because each new yep. race added is a DLC. As excited as I am about it, they aren't for free. They aren't given to you. So ultimately, if you don't have any of the races and you buy this DLC, it only affects the four races that you start the game with. Yeah, so if you've already sort of planned into DLC and you've got all the, all the races, then it will add a decent amount for you. If you're maybe sitting there with the starting races, you're getting... You, and especially if you're not playing all four of them, you're not getting tons out of it. So Still very fun. It's an interesting nice one. to see it. Yeah, I, you know, we won't talk I, about every. We've got the names of all the different units that have been added, but if you're into it, go and look them up. There's some cool ones. We won't necessarily name them all here. No, no. But they're fun. They're cool. And I'm, I've slightly skipped over Daka Squadron, which was also in my notes here, which is sort of it's a 40k orc flight simulator type deal. Maybe that's the wrong word, <laughs> wrong way of putting it. Um, but it's a flight, flight simulator is is generous for what is a dogfighting. True, game. it's a, yeah, it's a dogfight <laughs> game. There we go. It's not Microsoft Flight Sim, really. <laughs> it's absolutely yeah. It's not a flight simulator. That was uh, the wrong yeah. Dogfighter, <laughs> dogfighting game. That's what I meant. That's what I should have said. There we go. Plane go shoot. It's it's Could a back simulator. It's just in the air. Yeah, yeah. But I'll tell you what makes me really excited about this. I'd seen I'd seen this, and I like it because. It's got the whole Orc, Daka Squadron, Orc Fighters vibe, which is really fun. It's a great area of the Orc lore to explore and sort of play in. But in this case, what makes it so much better is that added today, we've got two new vehicles, which are looted Doom Scythes, 
or night sides, so looted Necron flyers <laughs> that have been totally souped up by the orcs, and you can play and zoom around in them, which is amazing on so many levels. And the Alvarus transport or Alvarus fighter for the uh, Imperial craft that has just been. It's usually a transport, but they've just filled the entire capacity with bombs and then welded loads of guns all over it. And you've now just got these crazy looted enemy craft in this game that it seems so much fun and it's really cool, really in in the Orky vibe. And I really enjoy it. It's fun. And I could, I, I'm really looking forward to trying this game out, really. It's it's very Orky. I can't comment on the game because I've not played it, but it, it looks fun. It's very Orky to see this. And I was curious when, you know, there's a DACA, um, when there's an aerial orc game released, DACA squad game released, well, how do you add to that? What do you do? It's nice to see that they've got, ah, we'll just, we'll just loot other factions, don't worry about it. <laughs> um, let's just, let's just throw in some Necrons, let's just throw in some other factions stuff. Let's, let's just do that. And I like that. It is very orky, it's very fun, and it lets you have some variety in a game that I questioned how they'd do that in, so it's nice to see it. Yeah, I really like it. I think this is pretty great. So, you we'll move on. It's orcs. Yeah, true. I, I do love <laughs> <laughs> Anything with orcs all over it, I'm going to be like, yes, play this. <laughs> but um, our next game is another one that I've been playing quite a bit lately, and I really love it and enjoy it. This is Mechanicus. And we mentioned the soundtrack already. Absolutely amazing. Incredible. incredible. Not quite quirky enough, but incredible. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe if you look into it, there's some, some kinky binary somewhere. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't speak robots, so who knows? Perhaps. Yeah, maybe you just go and aggressively beep at your partner, and that's how you turn them on. <laughs> I don't speak suggestive beeps. Beep, <laughs> the... Oh, yeah. yeah but in, <laughs> in my second semester of suggestive beeps, I'm still learning. <laughs> Seductive robot noises. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, so, basically, uh, to celebrate this uh, this event to Mechanicus, they are adding the Xenorite Macro Stubber which is a macro stubber, but it's a, a Gauss one that's sort of slightly heretical Xenotech, stolen from the Necrons. Um, and I adore Mechanicus. It's an amazing game. I was expecting it to get no support because it's a very complete game. It's very finished. Like, it's a fantastic game. So it surprises me and very much pleases me uh, to get this. I'll probably have a, at least a few playthroughs of Mechanicus. And each one is not short. There's a lot of hours of gameplay here. It's very fun and a great addition to what is a phenomenal game. Yeah, it's nice to see the support. It's nice to see even little things like new guns coming in, giving away the soundtrack for free. It's it's just Warhammer schools making sure each game has got little bits to keep you keep you going back. Yeah. It's it's not a major uh, to change, clarify, significant, but it's all right. I should say that it's a sort of a tactical skirmish game. So whereas you're commanding armies all over the place, in this case you've got a squad of tech priests. And depending how you sort of use them, they can get very strong, very powerful, lots of crazy abilities and loads of customization. I should say that you can customize your tech priests in so many different ways. That's what adds a lot to this game. And it's, it's uh, very similar to the XCOM series. If you've if you've played other video mm -hmm. games that aren't Warhammer, it's it's very similar to the XCOM. Very fun, games. very cool. And yeah, our next game, uh, which kind of surprised me to see this, there is an event within Talisman which is a super old game. We've seen editions of Talisman for years and years and years, um, which is pretty much a digital version of the board game that you're probably familiar with. 
I and didn't know this was a Warhammer property. I had no idea yeah. it existed. So this is from the days before Warhammer, basically, isn't it? <laughs> for for it, Games Workshop. It's yeah, I mean it's it's a long time ago. Back when they just made D and D models and things, yeah. It's That's very, very long time ago. Incredible. So yeah, I mean I know a few people still love his game and it's 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 good, it's got its niche, it's cool. So I think there's a few sort of challenges and quests or um that you can do in the game to get limited time sort of uh, name tags and banners or whatever it is. Uh, so a few items that you can get in this in uh, Talon, which is now available on all platforms, I think. Yes, Pretty, yes, yeah. it is. All over the place. Which should hope. PC, mobile, PS4, PS Vita, if that's still around. I, I, know, I know it's supported Xbox. on that. Um, <laughs> Everything. Yeah. At this point, you, it's a game you could probably play on a potato if you could get the rights to it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if you get enough crabs, you can have you can play it on crabs. <laughs> <laughs> the new INF unit incoming. It is talisman on crabs. <laughs> All you need is a few thousand crabs to <laughs> operate. You know, operate PC internals, basically. That's anyway, good. yeah. Um, so I think that's um, it's not all we've got here. But this is, that's the bulk of the news we have for mainline big games on consoles and PC and things. We've, we've got some more information to give with regards to mobile games. If, uh, if you're in the mobile gaming crowd, which there are definitely a few really good mobile games for Warhammer out there. So I recommend trying a few. Um, we'll probably let you know which ones are good and bad if you want to keep listening. <laughs> yeah, all you real hardcore gamers have turned off the podcast. Yeah, goodbye. If you, yeah. <laughs> I, thought I'd, I thought I'd mention it. Um, so uh, we'll start off with the fantasy and AOS stuff for mobile games. And the first one, which I think is maybe the one in our list that actually interests me most, quite possibly here, um, and this is Soul Arena. It's... A, we got a trailer, and it's got a very chibi sort of art style. Um, it's a very cartoony, child-friendly, sort of cute, cuddly art style for all the stuff in Warhammer. Uh, I think, I, I will understand why people don't like it if they don't, but I think it's adorable and fun, and a lot of time you're playing games to relax and enjoy yourself, so not everything needs to be, you know, especially on a mobile, you just want something quite chill, and I very much like the art style here. It's very unique and quite enjoyable, I'd say. I would love to agree with you, but this this is just not a hit for me. I think for the kind of people that it targets, I'm sure it's great. For me, mobile auto battler. Uh, I don't believe it's an auto battler. I think you still it, control. It is an auto battler. Is it? Uh, okay. It is. It is. I thought it was uh, a sort of skirmish round based you... strategy game. Soul Arena is a multiplayer auto battler. Oh, okay. Um, and there is a closed beta available for sign up. Which I am Who aware is that? of. That's what I'm awesome. looking at their own website right now. Sign up for closed beta. Maybe that's something that I'll look into because I, I, I like to. I'll try mobile games. This is the thing. If it's bad, I will try it and then say this is bad, right? But I won't. I won't necessarily sort of not try something before. Uh, I will judge it before I tried it. So Very I'll give it a go. And if it is bad, I will straight up come out and say because a lot of them are nowadays. Um, I think I am somewhat anti-mobile game. I just always have been. It's not my platform of choice. And I think we we do we did see GW 
the vicious IP defenders that they are in almost every other faction be strangely okay with shilling with, it for uh, games, mobile yeah. games. Um, well, I don't this, think there's an example of this. It looks well made. It looks good. It looks like a good quality game for what it is. Um, I think the art style is a strange departure, and I think just the game itself is a strange choice. But, but I can get behind if you're it into because... that then I think it'll be great for you. You've got to be able to run it. So a little cartoony fun art style that's well done is probably better than either not being able to load all these really big textures or sort of going down another route where it doesn't work, essentially. Um, but this, seem, this seems fun and lighthearted, and I'm absolutely willing to try it. I want to give it a go. So As, as I think you should. I will it's, try it. It's going to be a case of one of these games where you upgrade characters and then your placement of them... Uh, and who you take is going to be the whole game, essentially. So we'll move on from that one. Um, next is Silver Tower, which is, I get, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's still AOS. Um, it's Warhammer Quest. I would say it's definitely not as good as the original Warhammer Quests. They are absolutely amazing, amazing apps. They, I think the original Warhammer Quest is on um, other platforms as well. So play that. <laughs> if you want more Warhammer Quest or you want it in an AOS environment, then try out Silver Tower. Um, it's okay. It suffers from a lot of the problems that mobile games have, but um, it's getting an update, the Silver Tower app, and it adds, I think, a load of mission environments and things for you to do and new stuff. So I don't mind it. It's, it's maybe something to kill time on. It's not the best of games, Silver Tower. And I think I probably wouldn't mind it, but the trouble is I just kind of, I compare it to the original Warhammer Quest, which I prefer, and I think is absolutely amazing. I think a lot of the mobile game stuff is is limited updates. They're mobile game updates for mobile games. Um, yeah, and that means something very different now in 2021. Mobile games can be really quite impressive um, in a lot of ways. Yeah. So please, I what mean, I'm saying, it's a mobile game. I'm not saying it's trash. I'm just saying I don't play mobile games. Uh, I'll say that the original Warhammer Quest, functionally, if you if you think about what makes something a mobile game, it's not one. There's it's there are a few in-app purchases, but they are significant. They had huge chunks of gameplay to it and new lots of new stuff. Whereas and there's there's none of this waiting around for stuff. There's none of these sort of mobile game mechanics that people dislike in the original Warhammer Quest. That's what they added to the Silver Tower one. And if, if you don't mind it, then Silver Tower. If you think mobile games are rubbish, then play the original Warhammer Quest, basically, because it doesn't have any of that. It's genuinely an amazing game that you wouldn't question at all if it was on PC and things, which it is, I should say. It's on PC as well. Um, that's that, I guess. Once again, if you're into it, if you like the, that kind of game, it's just it's just an update, just more content to play. Everything is limited time, though. So if you if you want it, you've got this week, get it, get involved. Yeah. Um, our next game, um, I'm not certain about what other platforms it on. it's on. It's, it's one of the better ones. It could definitely not be limited to mobile. We've got Odyssey, which is the Warhammer Fantasy Battles MMO RPG. And to be honest with you, I have very few problems with this. It's a good game. The trouble with it on mobile is it's, it's, it's got to be easy to run. It's very simplistic. All the graphics quite simple. Um, it's it's. I mean, it's an MMORPG, so obviously your combat is pretty much limited to, you know, pick a move set and sit there, you know, doing move repeatedly or waiting type deal until you either win or you don't. There's not a huge amount of skill involved. Um, 
But that's the same with all MMORPGs. If you like, you know, um, what is it? Uh, the Old Republic for Star Wars, or if you like... Um, any MMORPG. Yeah, Republic, any of them. World Neverwinter or World of Warcraft. Yeah, that kind of thing. This is a nice one on a mobile platform, which it's it's honestly not bad. I think for the story element, it's quite good. There's there's a good amount of side quests and main quest lines entertaining and just go through them. And it's quite good in terms of the, the old world that was. So it's a genuinely one of the better ones, but it's just there's just not loads to it. It's not as complex as you might like as a game. That's the only bad side about that one, really. I had no idea it existed. If anything, this school's event has been good for teaching me and hopefully a lot of you guys just how much Warhammer game content is out there. Okay, so our next two games <laughs> are, I think, my least favorite on this entire list. Um, and they are... they are mobile games through and through. And I this time I do say that with negative intent. This time I say that scathingly. And I have played both of them and I am sad about that. I'm going to say that if you like them, this is fine. Though you've got events in both Chaos and Conquest and Lost Crusade. There's a, a bunch of things coming out for them. Uh, but yeah, they suffer from being very much pay to win. And there's no actual gameplay mechanic at all in either of these games. It's just a case of click the upgrade button, pay lots of real money, and wait for 36 hours in order to be able to do it again. That's the entire game. There and then, basically. <laughs> that's, that's basically all you do. And you can find people online to do that with. Um, there's a quick summary of this game. Or both of these games. <laughs> There's an but, update in it. There's new content. Check it out if these there are. There are some games. new characters that you can it. acquire, and yeah, I'm going to move on because I don't like scathing games too harshly. But I did play this one for about a month. No, uh, I'm sure. Like, and... very similar to how how we've said for every single mobile game when we've spoken about it here is they are all good for their target audience. It is nice to see them mm. getting updates, and that is what everything is for these mobile games. They'll this week's update give you new and exclusive stuff to do or to access we obviously have our opinions on mobile games and we couldn't honestly sit here and talk to you about it and tell you it's great because we don't know it we don't play it but um yes they seem yeah. good for that audience and if that is your audience check it out if, if you like those games there's new stuff go get it yeah if you like those games good for you enjoy them uh, I won't fight you on it. <laughs> I do understand why some people enjoy them. I will fight you on it personally. Come find me. We'll fight about <laughs> it. Uh, I'm bringing my court along, though, and we're going to play kinky techno music. Hey. Okay, so our final uh, our final stuff is um, there's a couple of games that is 40k combat cards and the Horus Heresy Legions card game as well. Um, I think both of them have seen updates as well this week. Uh, combat cards is a big event. There's some like banners and uh, player icon frames and all the rest of it that you can get, and some new cards added to the game. Uh, similar stuff going on for the other one. Uh, yeah, if, so if you like your sort of collectible card battle games, then they've also got big events and updates this week as well, which I think is the final game that I wanted to talk about today. It's the final thing we saw any any new information for. There may have been one or two games that uh, very quickly snapped through the stream and I've forgotten to mention, but I think that's just about everything. <laughs> In summary, 
a lot of new content coming out this week. A lot of it, none of it is groundbreaking. There's a couple things that are just basic updates to little games, especially the mobile games. It's just lots of brief, small content. I think it's a nice lot of it is just yeah, like an item out. out this week for a lot of mobile games. We have obviously had a few big things, though, which is maybe a couple of game announcements in the form of the um, Decker Blood and Teeth, is it, <laughs> um, for the Orcs, and the, uh, the Grey Knights game, the Demon Gate, was it? Um, the Chaos Gate, yeah. Chaos Gate, sorry. They, that, are, that's, they are the that proper announcement, yeah. Is the announcements for both of those are also announcement trailers. So, as well as the actual releases we've had this week, which is um, the Necromunder Hired Gun and Stormground. Uh, Stormground, which they're, is a massive two, deal. They're the two biggest, I think. Let's, they're, they're let's the not thing. glance over Stormground because it's our first proper AOS game. It's going to be really good, really big, really fun, I think. I think, yeah, absolutely. I think if if you were coming to Warhammer schools as a big Warhammer follower, um, you you knew a lot of this stuff. It, it wasn't um, especially targeted at big, very in-touch Warhammer people. I think this was mainly targeted at a gaming audience trying to introduce them to Warhammer rather than a Warhammer audience introducing them to gaming. Mm-hmm. We yeah, uh, I think I think a lot good, of the time you're right there. Most of them are to bring gaming audiences into Warhammer, but we do have some games which are clearly built for 40k fans. So absolutely, there's there's a mix here, and I think we've all it got something to go and play now. I think everyone's got a good game to go and look at at this point in time. And it's also thankfully, I don't think it should be. I don't think it's dominated by one. I think there's a lot of stuff here that we've seen that personally is not for me, but there's a lot of stuff here that will be for other people as a result. I think there's there's a lot here to be looked at. Everyone, like you said, will be going away playing a game, and it's not all going to be the same one. Not everyone's going to be, be really fired gun. Not everyone's going to be playing Stormground. Not everyone's going to be on Battle System VR. We'll we'll yeah. be everywhere, which is nice to see. I look forward to seeing all of these games. I think I'll try. I'll, I'll try and play pretty much all of these games. See how they go, and I'm looking forward to seeing the community's reaction to everything and the future of video games for 40k and AOS and even fantasy. <laughs> the lot, everything. It's going to be fun. And even fantasy, they will be good. They will be. I say even fantasy because you know I feel like they're obviously going to move towards AOS. I do love fantasy as a genre. We've seen a lot of fantasy games, and a lot of them are very good. I think the Total yeah. War Warhammer games are a key example of that. They the are phenomenal. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. I've played really good. Much too many hours of them. Yeah, so well, I think that not... brings us to a close for today. Absolutely. I don't think there's anything else that we that we saw on the stream. That's about it. So, thank you very much for listening to this episode of Grunt Gasman, or maybe watching if you're joining us on YouTube. Hi, YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, make use of the comment section, maybe. You know, that's a handy feature of YouTube. You can let us know what you think of these games, let us know what you've been playing. Uh, we'll keep an eye on that. If I see any comments about how you absolutely love card game mobile games <laughs> I will f- send you kinky techno music that's not a uh, reward yeah, why don't we start a petition let's start a it's, petition for kinky techno music it's threatening <laughs> there's our 40k dance game we need our 40k dance game petition you'll, you'll find a change.org p- petition available yeah yeah link in the description <laughs> All right, well, thanks, and that's all from us here. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.